0: a very good day. This is Malcolm again. And wow, I can only think it was only a few days ago and I had so much fun doing previous short episodes of this. If you've not listened in before, the premise of this humble attempt at communication is if you imagine you're in your office or you're in your home office or you've just got something on your mind, And it's really bothering you. And you know that getting together with a friend for a cup of coffee or a beer, you're gonna be able to ask a trusted resource. Hey, what do you think about this? How would you get around that? Well, this is exactly what we're trying to achieve here. And um, at least once a week, I'll be introducing you to a friend, either new or known for a while that has something to offer, something that they want to bring to the world because they've got experience. And today, it, it's a, it's. I, I really enjoy you know, chatting with this uh, this good friend James, Doctor James, uh, from the um, the People's Republic of California, is I think that's what it's called still. Yeah. Or- <laughs> yes, sir. All right. So, hey, and I'm I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and I'm I'm glad to see James. We or Dr. James, we've got the uh, you know the uh, the satellite gods are with us, so we've got a good clear communication. You know, this will probably go out on uh, on audio on the podcast, but maybe it'll it'll go out on the YouTube channel. Anyway, enough of me. How are you doing today? Uh, great, Michael, and
1: and thank you for uh, inviting me to this to this chat, to have this conversation. Um, I always enjoy hearing your voice. You know, it's like, it's, there's just a, it's delicious. That's how I <laughs> describe it. I, you know, I, I, you know, because Americans, we're so, especially, I'm originally from the Midwest. Uh-huh. So I don't have the twang. People tell me sometimes I it shows up when I'm tired. Uh, are little things like, don't you know? I mean, it's like there's kind of Canadian speak in yeah. Minnesota, but it's, there, it's always interesting to hear people from other backgrounds, you know, it just, because my background also is, I have a theater degree and it was acting was what I was uh, interested in. So you had voice was an essential part of anyone's toolbox so learning accents and doing them was called on, you know, in auditions, so I, but it's, I I just enjoy, I enjoy having chats, too, that's part of my persona, is uh, talking with people,
0: and that is the thing, it's all about communication, and I think, you know, um, going back to, you know, thousands of years ago this is the way education was you know around the fire you know passing sort of hey, do this don't do that your stories about the ancestors and that's the way people learned yes and, um just to get one thing clear I am an American, so I'm allowed to (laughs) just to spell words, you know, incorrectly. Um, (laughs) And um, never, ever wanted to come to America. And um, I ended up working for a company um, when I was in Southern Africa. And in January, they sent me to Milwaukee. And when I left, it was 40 (laughs) degrees Celsius. And when I arrived in Milwaukee, it wasn't. But the one thing that was warm was the welcome. And uh, I always remember my dad saying, you know, uh, he re- he remembers um, during the the staging in, in Britain before they you know the invasion into into Europe. Um, he said, "There's three things wrong with the Yanks." He said, "They're overpaid, they're oversexed, and they're over here." And that <laughs> that stuck with me. But I I I've been here 20 years, and I have met some of the the, the most fantastic people um, that. You know, I I just have interesting perspectives of, of, you know, careers and exciting things they've done. And they're they're open to to sharing. And, you know, I've got to include yourself in that. And just just listening to the, you know, uh, some of the things you've done, you know, you've moved into you've moved from one thing. You know, know, something I've just learned now that you're a, you know, a, a thespian. know yes on the stage um and and you moved into um into medicine from that correct correct yeah i I got into chiropractic
1: and i when i was real little i wanted to be a medical doctor because that's all i knew it was actually a brain surgeon of all things and then my brother got into chiropractic and he took me to his school and I saw what they were learning. And then I started to get chiropractic. I was 14 years old when I had my first experience. And of all things it was for, it was for allergies, hay fever. And I had gone through getting shots, you know, all this testing, a couple years of every two weeks getting a shot and it didn't change a thing. And then suddenly in getting adjustments, I, I'm not pitching chiropractic, but it's like, you know, the thing is, it does work. And it's and it, what appealed to me is natural going natural, um, letting the body do its stuff. And I got into a facet of chiropractic that looked at the mental and emotional causes of disease. Yeah. And we actually would kind of, from studying the people, kind of profile them, you know, just, and start to, you become really good at asking questions because that's part of the diagnostic uh, regimen. And But to ask good questions of people that they, sometimes they didn't even see the connection of why they hated their job and why they would get sick or hurt on the job repeatedly, or or people who got in numerous car accidents that were never their fault. And it's like-
0: (laughs) It's always the other guy.
1: I'm not not saying that Mm -hmm. it's your fault, but it's like, wow, let's look at some pattern here. And that, you know what? That was the joy in doing that healthcare doing chiropractic. It wasn't the manipulation and adjusting. I I love seeing people get out of pain. It was though really helping them to connect with their own body. You you know, this morning I had a a session with a client and it was just that, whether I took him through questions and and guiding him um, in kind of a meditative state, to connect his head and heart the masculine and feminine energies Mm -hmm. and you know and it can be done so quickly when you see that's what we need to do you know it's and it just shifts it just shifts it's like that's amazing now if i could do that all the time with myself
0: yeah
1: well you know but we all need some other people
0: you know and, and exactly you you got it there and you know I, we, we we're in violent agreement here i always I believe that you know uh, like like henry ford said whether you believe you can or you can't you're right and um things in the body manifest from from what starts in the head you know yes the the story of you know, like the two wolves or the two angels one on each shoulder or whatever that you know many sort of uh uh, religions and spiritualities and whatever people believe in you know the, it, it comes back to what you believe you're going to get so, right uh, so um what is it you did you, you know uh, you, you moved away from chiropractic after so many years right right you moved I was... into something new over this last yeah. couple of years and i'm curious about the why of that
1: the why of it well it was something it's transformational coaching life coaching mm-hmm. but the tech one of the techniques I use it's called transformational meditation and uh, it's a really having a dialogue with the person while they're in a very receptive state you know both allowing subconscious as well as higher self yeah um, and and letting and I was doing that work with my parents patients when I was a doctor. And I would do workshops occasionally. And I just was, I want to do this all the time. This is what I want to do the rest of my life. And it's, so it was just when, you know, and what's amazing is one of the gifts of COVID, the the lockdown was, oh, I guess it's now. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like I because when we, we went in that first lockdown and that's when I made the decision, I'm done with chiropractic, you
0: know, it's. That, in you know, I've spoken to so many people there and there's, there's, there's two schools of thought. They're either scared huh? shitless because what happened, because there was something that was completely alien to them or they took it as a gift. This is a right. sign from wherever. Um, I've lost my job or I'm I'm locked down or, you know, wherever I've got time on my hands. And, and for many, the especially single people, um, the going to the office was their social circle. And that's get yes. taken away from them. And some have, have thrived without that. but They've adapted and others I felt of, you know, they've suffered from it. And um, but, you know, I I bet in you know the the transformational coaching it's about the gift taking yes in, in front of you as a gift and how you choose to receive it
1: yeah and well and I know you've I'm sure everyone has experienced it that when you work with someone and you're being a friend being a good listener whatever or if it's a therapeutic relationship Um, rendering service, whatever, the person, both sides receive something from it. And I, just for me to see someone shift, make a change, come up with a new insight, a new truth. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, it's, it's like God is speaking through them that I mean that's you know and when I use the word God it's like it's not the traditional sense this man with in a robe on a throne but because that's what I was raised with I was raised Lutheran and what I see is when we tried to define God we really put a limitation because honestly Malcolm when I look out and I go where did all of this come from? We know the <laughs> buildings, you know, we build, but it's like, when did it all start? And then it's like, but how could it start from nothing? You know, I mean, it, it's just mm. a mystery. It's mystifying uh, and, and I, I'm attracted to that. Yeah. I'm attracted to that invisible realm because everything begins in the invisible mm. and it is our trust because we do need that we need trust. And that's what I think has been the challenge for a lot of people is with being in lockdown, and suddenly, our lives are not normal anymore. You know, we can't do all the stuff that we took for normal, as a as a normal part of life. That was extremely unsettling for a lot of people. And, and that's where I looked at my work is like, this is getting to that connection to something great in themselves. I'll, I'll share with you, and I, I may have shared this in the past with you. My background, which really got me into all this work, was I was an alcoholic, and so it was. And what actually got me into doing a lot of these things was I was looking for something that was missing, and and it was. And I'd go to all these workshops with like John Bradshaw, Janine Roth, um, Melanie B, Melody I, I all these from the eighties, you know, the, the transformational stuff, inner child things. So many of them would say before you come to the workshops, n- no drinking for 24 hours in advance, you know, cause you want everything. And it was like, okay, I just hear it, but then it was like, I realized this is my first thing I have to deal with, you know, it's, and for me, you know, because I realized we who are alcoholic, there's something genetically just a little different, just a little different, and so, and I, it took a long time, it took, Over 10 years of going and going to meetings, working with psychotherapists, all this stuff before it finally stuck. And it was like, I just, I don't know what it was. It wasn't me. I mean, it was like that's that invisible stuff. And but that is like I love seeing transformations like that in people not that they're alcoholic and suddenly they're sober mm. it's that they're stuck in this way of thinking and believing and suddenly it's like they they are the ones who, i don't do anything i ask questions yeah, yeah. i they, make it's, suggestions
0: it's the insight that get this bolt of lightning and say hey I can do this, I'm going to change. And, and while you're saying that, I'm, 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 I know a, a chap through Chamber of Commerce or wherever, and he was, he had, he was a big lad. He wasn't tall, uh-huh. but he was, uh, and used to say, you know, I don't have a weight problem, I have a height problem. And, <laughs> and um, I, I didn't see him for some months. And I, was, well, I, I didn't recognize him. And I said, wow, you know, what happened? And he said, I went to see a hypnotist. Mm a therapist right and i just it just helped and it helped so much and i believed in it i I went off and i i became one and i'm helping people and that was his complete c-turn so you know the the path that we have in life can change at any time now um with that and we're running against a little bit of, of time here, and i don't want to rush too much How can people get hold of you and you know um what would you what would you offer as a you know just as a an exercise or some inspiration or some reflection or whatever for people to get their to get their mind right if in a time of stress yes sure um well my
1: name just google my name i'm there's only nine pretzes in all of the United States. So, um, but it's that, I have a website, which is transformationalselfmastery.com. And I do offer people uh, when they reach out to me, an ebook that explains okay. kind of the work I do. And it has some, a really good tool. And mm-hmm. a, and it's about being able to ask ourselves questions. So when we're having a thought or a feeling that's negative, and I don't mean that in terms of bad, although it might be bad, but it's it's not lifting us up. You know, we're not rising up because of it. It's actually holding us down. It's you know our and and. There's so much research out there to show how our thoughts can be, you know, just either holding us down like anger, being judgmental, um, depression, obviously, the very name has it in it that the energy is low. So the, the question is, what would I have to be thinking in order to feel this way? Or, what would I have to believe to think this? And it can be like, you know, you're walking down the street and you say hi to a neighbor and they don't say hi back. Now, we can think a lot of things. I think a common one that people would have is like, well, are they mad at me? You know, what did I do? And then we're off on this story. So it's kind of like it's immediately just stop and ask, Like, what else could it mean? You know, what else could it mean? Well, maybe they're just in a bad spot and they're totally unaware of who's walking by them, you know, and because we don't know. So we can ask that, uh, like, what else could it mean? Or what does it mean that, you know? And then to ask ourselves, How did what have I thought that made me think this? And so, going back to that case, is well, he didn't answer, he didn't answer me when I said hello. Okay, so what does that mean? All it means is he didn't respond to my hello. That is all that's the only meaning it has. And it's not even a meaning, it just means he didn't respond to it in the way we thought he should respond. So, to ask a question of ourselves.
0: Let's let's just repeat that um, that website again before we uh up sure. on. It's www.transformationalselfmastery.com. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. And one one thing that was was coming to mind there is that uh, you know um, in this day and age often you know the only exercise people get is jump into conclusions stop, take a <laughs> pause, and, and, uh, I'm
1: going to use that Malcolm. Okay. Thank <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> well, as I said earlier, James, uh, um, that, you know, if you steal an idea, it's plagiarism. If you steal lots of ideas, it's just research. And, yes. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure who coined that phrase, but I've uh, lived my, uh, I, I think I lived a lot of my adult life uh, through it. And, uh, yeah, Maybe maybe even in high school, sitting next to one of the smartest <laughs> guys in the class. You know, it's uh, well. It's been great um, chatting, and um, um, hopefully we get to do this again. And and uh, and please, to anyone out there, I, I would say, look, don't don't sit and dwell on these things. Take mm-hmm. action. You yes, because as you say, the mind is a powerful thing. It can work for you. It can work against you. And whatever I mean, it's a choice thing absolutely absolutely and we and the first
1: step is to be aware of our thoughts yeah right that's we have to have awareness and then it's like take some type of action is do i continue with that thought or not that's the first thing is like yeah. is that thought okay you know and it's i always you know there's a phrase of you know choose the good thought if it makes you feel good that's because so many thoughts i'll I'll have, it's like, oh, that doesn't feel good yeah. you know and and i I want to stop
0: those and, and 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 as I always say, you know speak to somebody that's got experience, and often our friends you know we we gravitate towards them for certain reasons they are on yeah. the same frequency as us. They may have, you know, experiences or patterns or wherever They you know they they might just be a little bit further down the curve. Well, thank you so much. Um, uh, I'll put this out on um, on Facebook, and as I say, I'll put it out onto the uh, the Anchor podcast, and it'll pop up all over the place, you know, Spotify and, uh, ah. and Apple and others. And I'll share the link. And uh, I just want to thank you so much. And uh, hey, um, this is Malcolm. mycoachmalcolm.com. If uh If you know, I've uh, I've an experience in you know, over many years of. of, of forming teams and helping people get from where they are to where they want to be. And it, just like James says, it all starts with a conversation. So, Hey, you know, we can be of assistance. Who knows? We could become those friends that you actually want to sit and have a cup of coffee with and, uh, and just chew the fat and uh, see how they've handled something. James, Dr. James been great. And we'll catch up again real soon. I'm sure. Okay. All right. Thank thank you.